What? Episode 105? I said, God damn, God damn. Don't act like you're not impressed. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. You pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes. I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Yeah, last week was... What is it? The infamous sea monkeys. All right. I don't know if you guys remember that. The sea monkeys. I was one of those suckers, unfortunately. But yeah, I wanted to see, is it great marketing or a scam? Maybe both. I don't know. So hold on a second and I will be right back. Not that you guys will notice. All right. So yes. Okay. So I don't know if you guys ever remember the sea monkeys. I do. And I remember... A part of it, but I do remember it quite vividly. I believe it was actually Walmart too, as a kid that I went over there and, you know, I'd always go to the toys. As a little kid, I would always go to the toys. So here's the thing. Just like most places, my dad would get paid every two weeks. And every two weeks, we would go up to Vegas, drive from Pahrump to Vegas to go grocery shopping because, well, things were better up there. And at that time, Pahrump didn't really have any fucking actual grocery store. It had some local stores, but nothing like, you know, your Lucky's, Albertsons, Vaughn, Safeway, none of that. So we'd go up to Vegas and basically do the shopping for for the two weeks and you know, anything else we needed. And so the moment that we course, the last stop was always the grocery store, which was either like, usually it was like this place called Lucky's uh, used to be owned by Albertsons, but we would go to Walmart a lot of the times for other things. And every time, because Lucky just was a grocery store, like fries, right? Not fucking, their toy aisle was, you know, consisted of, you know, 10 Hot Wheels and fucking bubbles and coloring books. That's about it, right? But you go to Walmart and you just had fucking aisles and aisles of toys, all different kinds of toys. And I could just spend fucking hours there. It was great. And I, and, and, you know, the whole time I just walk in like, mom, dad, I'm going to get the toys. And I just fuck, I'd be gone. And I'd always, you know, look around and finally find one or two and I'd go follow my parents and try to have them buy them for me. And, you know, of course, I never did. I always had to buy my own. But, you know, that's OK. It was but it was always a try. It was always persistence. Right. And I remember I'd always do this. And I remember one time I picked up this little plastic aquarium looking thing, blue on the top, blue on the bottom, clear in the front, and had these little magnifying uh, bubbles, I guess you could say, in the in the plastic glass, plexiglass, I don't know, whatever fucking was. And it was sea monkeys. And it had this amazing, amazing little, I mean, at least for me at that time, these little illustrations of these sea monkeys, and they had their little forks and they had smiles and they were swimming around and I think some of them even had like I don't know baseballs and shit like that and you know it was instant pets basically and 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 you would just like I'm thinking holy shit and of course as a kid you got these fucking imaginations that are just amazing just out of control fucked up at times but nonetheless strong imagination and i'm doing this uh you know all my fucking head i'm like oh my god i can't wait to see these fucking things like with the little you know little their little tridents i guess you could say and and they'll be laughing and smiling and and all this shit i was super fucking excited you know and so i'm like cool and i uh i remember buying them 
And I was, I was just fucking couldn't wait. And I remember that when I, I did it, I, 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 for the longest time and I mean, for the longest time, I was like, did I do something wrong? Because I never saw anything. I never saw anything come across. And I, 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 again, I might have still done something wrong because I never saw anything living because they were actually like little brine shrimp from what I from what I've read. I never saw anything. I just saw these little white dots. And I don't know if those were actually like the eggs or if they were just fucking shit from the not mixing the solution well. Whatever it was. I have no idea. Ah, sorry, coffee. Um, so I was like, fuck, I ruined this. I killed him. And I, I don't know. I never bought another one. And I didn't know if I, I think to a point I was like teetering on whether this might just be bullshit. And I'm thinking, how's that fucking possible to fucking have these little things have faces and and little tridents and and little pets like how's that possible you know and so i was always very disappointed i was fucking pissed as a kid you know you're like the fuck uh but as a kid you kind of do move on because there's all these you know squirrel right there's another fucking shiny object but nonetheless i've always been like fucking just goddamn what a rip off you know i always felt ripped off regardless especially because i'm buying my own shit you know and so I, 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 you know, you ever you think about it as you know throughout the fucking many years, like oh yeah, I remember seeing monkeys and that's it. But I thought, you know what? What the fuck is up with these things? I never really read into them. And now that we got this wonderful thing called the internet, where you can find just about anything and everything, I thought, why don't I at least look into that just a little bit? And that's what I did. So this episode is going to be, well, at least this part is, because episode 104, because it was about Barrett Jackson, is going to be the infamous sea monkeys. Great marketing or scam, right? <laughs> so, all right, so really quick, the dark history of behind the infamous sea monkeys. Um, well, it is pretty crazy how these things... happen and what occurred okay so hank green of journey to the microcosmos explored the dark history behind the mail order packets of the brine shrimp that were as we say marketed as sea monkeys you know um we all know there's just like a kind of a feel you know a, a feel to a dog a person and a cat person right but also Take brine shrimp. That's not a name that suggests particularly exciting pet, but you know, it still was exciting. It's still a pet. And you know, they weren't called shrimp. They were called sea monkeys, which is something you're just like, fuck. That sounds kind of exciting, right? Well, it was actually this idea. I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess it was a brainchild um, of an idea of a man by the name of Harold Von Braunhut. And I think I'm spelling that, or pronouncing that right. B-R-A-U-N-H-U-T, Braunhut. He's a marketer, obviously, (laughs) an inventor. And another thing, but we'll get into that a little bit later. So this cat, um, obviously... Definitely knew how to advertise, right? So, one thing he used was the bowl full of happiness. All right, bowl full of happiness is what he named the sea monkeys, as far as like their tagline, right? And it was this thing: it's a enter the wonderful world of amazing live sea monkeys, own a bowl full of happiness see you know instant pets and then here's another thing amazingly enough you have you know whatever just add water you know one second this and that you know little quick steps and you'll have sea monkeys you'll have pets right amazing pets amazing pets 
And they're so eager to please, they can even be trained. Huh? How about that? I mean, fuck. That's amazing, right? So pretty, yeah, as a kid, I mean, fuck. That sounds amazing. You know, uh, free, of course, but to us, I didn't mean that much. It's a free year supply of sea monkey growth food. You know, you know, of living plasma, blah, 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 you know, this and that. So anyways, and it was growth guaranteed, you know, in writing. Okay, so bowl full of happiness. Back in 1957, this dude by the name of Harold Von Braunhut, I guess, walked into a pet store and noticed like a bucket filled with brine shrimp. I don't know why, but. I guess he did. And he didn't know at the time, but of course, that pill of fish was what's called, and I'm going to probably butcher this, but it's called Artemia salina, which is a species of brine shrimp that's found in salt lakes. So this brine shrimp, as this Herald guy discovered, were pretty fascinating, at least had some traits. They can exist in a state of suspended animation known as cryptobiosis, where basically living organisms shut down their metabolic processes in the absence of water. So it's kind of like carbonite freezing, but it's nature's way. And so in other words, it's it's kind of like so they can survive for years, you know, in this protective casing in case an event like dries up, which is fuck, that's, that is pretty fucking crazy, pretty amazing. We don't have anything like that. What fucking water dries up for us? We're fucking dead. That's it. No, no goddamn, no, no um, cryptobiosis for us. That's for sure. Um, you know, but so when you add water, these protective shells, they hatch, revealing a translucent creature born with one eyeball. It's almost like a fucking underwater cyclops and shit. I mean, it, it definitely doesn't sound like anything you want as a pet already. You know, thank God they're fucking tiny. Um, they develop two more upon reaching a maturity, which now you got a you got from a cyclops to a fucking what would that be a tri triclop? <laughs> I don't know, but I've seen some of those things in like Dungeon Dragons and. Um, I think they had some in that horrible thing called Harry Potter. Oof, God, that's not allowed in my place, by the way. And, um, but yeah, it just sounds like it's just getting even more creepy at that point, right? And then they can also, um, I guess, breathe out of their feet. Who even knew they even had fucking feet? Well, the pictures I was looking at obviously had feet. They had head, they had arms, they had tail, they had smiles, they had makeup, the girls. It was fucking amazing. And, um... And, you know, I the males have tiny little whiskers under their chin, which I guess you could tell they had chin. And the females can actually self-fertilize their eggs. Thank God that's not a thing for us humans because we'd be fucked. To most people, you know, shrimp were just food. But to Harold, they were a way to capture the imagination of children by selling the term as, as I said, bowl of happiness. So... He figured if he could send, you know, dehydrated eggs in the mail, then have them come to life in water using this one secret nutrient formula, he was certain kids would be amazed. And he was fucking right. I was, like, blown away. My fucking mind was blown. I'm like, I want these little fuckers, right? Especially since, like, back in 1957, you know, children, you know, were content to play with toys, unlike now. But even toys back in the day that were just old, like, just... Didn't matter. There was one called Hobo Mine, a one-eyed stuffed dog dressed like a homeless person. Like, what the, what the fuck would you be playing with that shit? I, that, that's probably what they call people on the fucking gamut nowadays. So, interesting enough, that was how they kind of started. And who was Harold Braunhut? Well, he was. <sighs> He was an American mail-order marketer and inventor, all right? Most famous as a creator and seller of both the amazing, okay, remember, both the amazing sea monkeys and what else? 
the x-ray specs. You guys remember that shit? The x-ray specs? Holy fuck, man. I, again, I remember that. Now, granted, I never got those. One, I just, I couldn't see that being real. Even as a kid. But you still are going to be sold by it because you fucking never know. Like, well, what about if I'm missing out, right? But also, I have to buy my own shit. And I wasn't going to spend my fucking money on that. I was a fucking cheap kid. But if you guys remember the x-ray specs, that shit was even a bigger fucking crock than the goddamn sea monkeys, man. So he was also the inventor of that. Still stand-up guy, obviously, just fucking ripping motherfuckers off left and right. But hey... I also, I also am a, I'm a big fucking voter for capitalism. I fucking love it, but son of a bitch. I have, I at least, I would like to think, I'd like to think that I have a little bit of morality where I can't fucking rip people off just to make money. I just don't feel right. And obviously he has a whole different look on things. So yeah, I mean, he grew up in New York City and then eventually moved to, to Maryland, okay? Um, he, which was, this is very much a genius as well, was he used comic book advertisement, okay? And, and the reason was, I'll go into this a little bit. and Well, give me a minute. I'll go on a little bit, but that's what he was selling for, which is genius. And you'll see why for a minute, in a minute. I didn't know, but he, I guess he held 195 patents for various products. Now, I don't know if I've, I've filed a patent or two. It's not easy and it doesn't come cheap. And I can't imagine that it was much better back then, or maybe it was. I don't know. But 195 is a fucking shit ton. Now, just because you file a patent doesn't mean that you're ma- that you've made it or you're going to make money, but obviously a lot of ideas and if anybody does happen to come across it you have some legality and some pull right and also if you come happen to have it now you don't have to worry about violent you got you're good to go but um he you know he was definitely great at advertisement assortment of, uh, an advertising an assortment of products and many of course which were misleading like i just said the x-ray specs right so the x-ray specs, that was one of the things he's, he's been responsible for a few. One of them was the x-ray specs, which, of course, claimed that, enable, that enabled the wearer to see through clothing and, clothing and flesh. And the product was, you know, had appealed to generations of, of course, pre-adolescents, like kids, right? I mean, why not? Especially you're starting to hit that fucking 13, 14, you know, well, 12, 13, 14 mark, and you, you know... That that mother that 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 boy downstairs, he's fucking standing straight up, you know, ready to salute, and it won't fucking go down. You choke the shit out of it, you smash it, you you beat the hell out of it, you know, as far as just beating beating it, beating it and beating it in the bathroom. You're in the fucking you're in the fucking bathroom more than you are playing outside at that time when you're a boy, and you're just stroking the shit out of your penis. I mean, you're just going to town as much as you can because that fucking thing just won't stop. It just Hey, I'm ready. Hey, I'm ready, right? So, of course, you're going, holy shit, I want to see some naked chicks. So, that was definitely one thing. The sea monkeys, which we just kind of went over. Another thing called the crazy crabs. Yes, that sounds like something that you'd get off some fucking prostitute or some dirty bitch, but that wasn't the case. It's, I guess, it was just hermit crabs. And... They had another thing, which is so crazy to me. I haven't heard of any of these, actually. The Amazing Hair Raising Monsters. And it was a card that was with a printed monster that would grow, and I use it in quotes, hair were actually mineral crystals crystals, when water was added. And then when I thought it couldn't get any worse, the one time I, I was like, that, I mean, fuck, how can you, you got sea monkeys, you got x-ray specs. I thought the fucking pet rock was fucking bad, bad and good. I thought it was the biggest, like, fuck, that's a ripoff. There's nothing more ripoff than that. And then, of course, I find it. Um, again, but good on them that they were able to make money. So I'm not, 
you know, when it comes to the pet rock, I know adults that buy, uh, not personally, but I know that adults buy that or have bought that or at least people that know better. So that's just stupidity at that point. So fuck them. They should get, lose their money. But the one thing that really blew my fucking mind that I never heard of and I couldn't believe that this actually sold and I still can't believe how the fuck he didn't get sued. I, I, I find it I find it crazy was something called invisible goldfish. Yeah, you heard me. You heard me right. Invisible goldfish. This is what it is. It's supposed <laughs> imaginary fish sold with a handbook. Fish food in a glass bowl. Okay. And that were guaranteed to remain permanently invisible yeah yeah um permanently invisible i i honestly don't know how you you definitely couldn't get away with something right like that now there's no there's no fucking question but it is it's it's, it's unbelievable that somebody did i mean not only did that, but actually got away with it. That is absolutely fucking mind-blowing to me. So, yes, invisible goldfish. And I just love the fact that it's like, yeah, guaranteed to stay invisible. I just looked at, I'm just looking up the fucking packet right now. They're still selling them for $22.50. Um, I'll, I'll read it right here real quick what it says. Um, after 55 years, the Transcience Invisible Goldfish Kit is back in all of its invisible glory. The colorful boxed set comes with a small fishbowl, artificial aquarium plant, gravel substrate, a box of special food, do not feed sign, and a double-sided instruction sheet. One side for public viewing and the other side for your eyes only. And, of course, your very own, well... Invisible goldfish, guaranteed to never be seen. Unbelievable, huh? Quantities of this initial edition are currently limited. Order yours today. But watch out because you might not see this offer for very long. Man, if fucking Brady was reading that, he'd be cracking up every fucking time. Nothing but horse shit. I cannot fucking believe that first somebody actually did that and sold it. Second, that people actually fucking bought it. And I hope that most of them actually knew it was bullshit. But I got to tell you, there's a percentage out there. And it might be small, but there's a percentage out there that actually fucking believed it. You know that. You know that. You're with me. And third, that he didn't get fucking sued. Unreal. Fuck. But what a marketing goddamn fucking genius. I mean, that is unreal. Okay. So back to our sea monkeys. So what are they really? What are sea monkeys really? Well, it's a marketing term for brine shrimp. As I said, Artemia salina, okay? Sold as a novelty aquarium uh, pet. It was developed in the U.S. by Harold, and they are sold as eggs intended to be added to water and almost always come bundled in a kit of three pouches and instructions. Sometimes a small tank and additional pouches are included. So it was definitely heavy marketed in the 1960s and 70s, especially in comic books, and it still remains a presence in popular culture. Now, that's even more remarkable and more fascinating than everybody knows it's complete and utter bullshit, and it's still a fucking thing. From what I understand, they're still selling. Unreal. Unreal. So, the history of it, okay? And granted, I know, the history, you think I'm like, okay, so back when, you know, let me tell you a story about me. So when I was five years old, no, 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 we ain't nothing this long. We go through this shit, we go through this shit pretty quick. I'm not fucking sitting here to tell from fucking, uh, you know, when Von Braun Hunt was born at what age and going through his whole childhood and none of that shit. We're trying to do some fucking quick notes and quick shit, and that's how we're working. The history thing is one, two, three, four five paragraphs long and one of them is actually just longer than the rest the other ones are pretty short so the history of it well harold von brunt hunt von braun hunt von braun hunt weird <sighs> we'll get to that name in a minute collaborated with the marine biologist 
The name was Anthony DiCostino to help the proper mix of nutrients and chemicals in dry form that could be added to plain tap water to create a suitable habitat for shrimp to thrive. Well, Harold was granted a patent, a patent, patent, a patent for this process back in 72 on July 4th of no, uh, of, of all, of all days. So I guess they were initially called instant life. They sold for 49 cents. Now, back in 72, I can't say that that's extremely fucking cheap, you know, 49 cents. But he eventually changed the name to Sea Monkeys. Um, well, it's just weird. Okay, so sorry, 72, 62. So this is even before that because he changed the name to Sea Monkeys in 62. So that means he was selling them at 40, for 49 cents even before that, which I know 49 cents. This is when I think burgers cost a fucking nickel, right? So that's substantial, man. I, not, not that I I was around those times, but... History, I think, I believe has shown us that. And so the new name was based on their saltwater habitat and together um, with the supposed resemblance of the animal's tails to those of monkeys. So he spent years working in a barn. This is crazy. On his property, assembling a mail order package that consisted of one packet to condition tap water, okay, one packet of nutrients, including yeast and algae, and one packet of the shrimp eggs. So the, the crazy thing is it wasn't because there was already something called instant fish that it basically kind of didn't start out well. Let's put it that way. It just didn't fucking kick up, and it, it wasn't necessarily because there was already something out there called instant fish. Remember, his was instant life, right? So the idea actually came from Whammo. I'm sure some of you are familiar with Whammo. They had something which I don't even know. I mean, it'd be kind of cool, I guess, to have, but I don't know about fucking like toy called African killfish. Um, <laughs> I mean, probably me as a kid, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'd be like a fucking piranha. I'd be like, imagine this piranha and me feeding it like fucking crickets and grasshoppers and who the hell knows, you know? Uh, so for me, definitely, I can't imagine for many kids it would work, but for me, I'd be all fucking in. Fuck, I'd be in now. Are you kidding me? So African killfish also lay dormant in dry conditions, and Whammo marketed the eggs stuck in a cube of mud on the promise that they would come to life in a water tank. Well, Whammo, I guess, couldn't raise enough to meet demand. So when Harold came calling instant life was considered basically an instant failure that's because he was trying to go to other places and they were like fuck we already seen this product just die this ain't gonna fucking work so but this this is where this is where regardless if he's ripping people off or not regardless what it is this is this is the type of like pivoting and in a genius thinking and marketing fucking brains some people have. And it's it's pretty amazing because they look for, they don't just stop there and they don't like try to keep pushing that same door and pushing and trying to open that same door. You know, they start looking and feeling around and saying like, well, there's gotta be another way through here. There's gotta be another way around. And they start exploring, they start looking, they start thinking. So instead of, you know, trying to convince the executives that his shrimpies would be lucrative, he decided to aim his pitch directly at the target audience. Who else? Well, impressionable children. I mean, at that point, you're like, fuck it. Why? Which is even better because now you're like, fuck the goddamn middleman. I'm going directly to the consumer, which is always, if you can, the best method, right? So Von Braun Hutt went on an ad buying spree, grabbing space in everything like comic books from Batman to Archie to even, I guess, romance novels, not, not uh, titles, sorry, I don't know why, and made his appeal to as many young readers as he could. As it says, using the time-tested method of selling straight-up crap to kids. <laughs> Which is, it's, it's, I know it's bad, but... It is fucking true, you know? So I guess at one one time he was he was quoted as saying, and, and nobody I don't think knows this is true, but 
you never know. But he was quoted as, as, as saying something like, I think I bought something like 3.2 million pages of comic book advertising a year. And it worked beautifully. It, it It's definitely impossible. So now it's, we go, so that was, see, that was the history. I told you, I'm not fucking, I won't steer you wrong. I'm not fucking lying to you. So the next thing is it's, it's all in the advertising. All right. And this is, this is, you thought that was genius. This is this is where this brain really fucking kicks in. I mean, you're still already thinking like, okay, I'm going to go sell to the consumer. Who? Bunch of dumb fucking kids. Hey, listen, I was one of those fucking dumb fucking kids. Now I'm just a dumb fucking adult. So, hey, not a lot has changed. So he wrote this. I'm telling you, I'm fucking real. He wrote the Sea Monkey ads. So he wrote them. And he also wrote the 32, 32. 32 page handbook that came with the kit. I don't even remember the fucking handbook. Maybe I got the fucking newer version I, I could think of, but I, there's, there, I, I don't know if my fucking phone, I'm like, I'm trying to think of something that might have 32 page fucking handbook. I don't know if my fucking camera did, you know? I mean, fuck, 32 pages? I, I, you know, there's many of things that I look, that I've looked through, whether it's, you know, copiers, um, you know, phones, whatever it may be, instructions to build something, 32 page handbook to kit, to take care of some fucking brandy ass shrimp. I mean, you know, a can of dog should have max 10 and that's way more difficult. So 32 page handbook that came with the kit uh, his little creatures were capable of all kinds of incredible things that were not at all scientifically sound of course he said they would they could be hypnotized which brine shrimp will follow light around but that's not really hypnosis they will obey commands so aside from following the light you know they have uh, they have as much regard for instructions as my cat because they don't give two fucks, right? So they pretty much do just what they want, right? And supposedly they dance. They seem to like music. So sure, right? You put any fucking speaker next to anything, it'll look like it's fucking dancing. But the genius or scam of it all, depending on how you look at it, was this, all right? Yeah, you thought that was fucking bad. Harold even said that his sea monkeys could play baseball yeah now that's one thing where you just go like hey let's say this and it's 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 to a point where you'd be like i mean what what, what can i compare that to it, it's 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 to where you go um hey um my cat can fly a plane or could drive the car like hey buy my cat or 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 buy my dog or well i don't like to say it's puppy milk type of shit uh, i'm trying to think of something else that you know you could say hey um buy buy this shirt for me because if you do it'll make you float you know like something that you know is pretty much fucking impossible but remember kids we're fucking stupid for the most part okay so could play baseball, which involved sending, of course, and again, here it is. That's what I'm saying, the genius of it, which involves sending more money if you wanted to purchase a patented baseball diamond. I mean, he doesn't give a fuck at the believe it or not. It's about that extra fucking sale, right? That upsell, that extra piece, that fucking candy bar, that soda, that beef jerky that's at the goddamn checkout counter, all right? Um, also a race on a speedway kit. Uh-huh. Now shrimp don't really feel a sense of urgency. And while they did swim along the track, they're identical. So you couldn't really tell who won anyway. And, ooh, excuse me, and rise from the dead. And this referred either to cryptobiosis or the fact that dead sea monkeys could be replaced by unhashed eggs. This is not quite the same as reanimated them yeah now we even come into something even more 
by the name of a guy by the name of Joe Orlando. Yes. Well, he was an Italian-American illustrator. And I don't remember hearing about Maybe if I would have read more DC, I'm more of a Marvel guy. Um, but was an Italian-American illustrator, writer, editor, and cartoonist during a lengthy career spanning six fucking decades. So that dude did a lot, a lot in this industry. And from what I understand, he was the associate associate publisher of Mad and the vice president of DC Comics. That is a fucking credential, boy. That is a fucking that is a, that is a pop on the old resume. You know, you got you got fucking clout there, and that's where he edited numerous titles and ran DC's special projects department. So no fucking slouch, I tell you that, no question. So. He uh, decided to, um, I guess, contact this Joe Orlando guy. And guess what? That's how those amazing pictures were drawn. So uh, back in the day, the amazing sea monkeys, which again were tiny shrimp eggs that came to life, you know, with the comic book advertisement showing the humanized, right? And that's a great word. That's when basically when, when, you know, because they came back, they came to life when water was added. Sales took a huge upswing when comic book illustrator Joe Orlando drew these advertisements showing the humanized sea monkeys enjoying life in their underwater fantasy worlds. Like what I just saw, like I said, you know, and billions of tiny creatures have been sold over the years and have generated the websites, a television game, a video game, which is just insane. So Joe Orlando drew the most famous sea monkeys advertisement ever. And it was a depiction of the entire sea monkey family with human facial features. Now, there was a disclaimer. Caricatures not shown, or sorry, Caricatures shown not intended to depict Artemia Selena. But fucking who's going to know what Artema, Artemia Selena is? Especially back in the day when we don't have fucking internet. Nowadays, you fucking pop that shit up. You're like, what the hell is this, right? No, but not back then. So, you know, as kids who are not known for reading the fine print. Yep, raise my hand here. I'm fucking guilty as shit. We're captivated. And I was. I was. They could buy vitamins for their sea monkeys, which I didn't go that far because I think I pretty much killed mine before they were fucking born. So I guess in a way it's positive that, you know, they sacrificed themselves for me not having to spend more money because more than likely I probably fucking would have. Because I'd be like, well, they, I don't see them, but maybe I need to get them to come out. So I'll buy a baseball diamond. I need to get them vitamins because, you know, I can't see them and that's probably what's going on. So... Maybe they did save me a lot of money after all, you know, which is good. So, yeah, could buy vitamins for the sea monkeys, a mating powder that was supposed to make for some kind of sea monkey date night. <laughs> and the banana tree. I can't fucking stop. I can hold it, man. I'm sorry. It's just fucking unbelievable to me. Unbelievable to me. I was just thinking as a kid, holy shit, I'm way over my my uh time here i apologize i know i want to always keep it to an hour but uh, i'm i'm longer on this one so sorry guys but i don't want to cut this out at all so um so yeah uh, a date night yeah i'm gonna leave that shit uh <laughs> holy shit so here's actually how they were born all right this this is what the whole secret was as far as your packages and everything like that. Because I do kind of vaguely, vaguely remember the 24-hour thing. And then you couldn't... I mean, you'd be counting down the fucking hours. Because you couldn't wait to get your fucking pets moving. And, and seeing these little human-like creatures fucking running around. Of course, you're going to train them. And they like to dance. Fucking A. So, a colony is started by adding the contents of a packet-labeled water purifier. Okay. In quotes, I just don't want to use quotes, but label water purifier. To a tank of water, the packet contains salt, water conditioner, and some brine shrimp eggs. Now, 
you don't know this, but it does have Brian Shrimp eggs, but you're supposed to not know this, right? Okay. This is supposed to be the fact is it's just to clean the water and make it ready for them for this for the second packet. So after 24 hours, this is augmented with the contents of a packet labeled instant life eggs, which containing more eggs. Now you think that finally you'll be able to get your pets. So it's containing more eggs, yeast, borax, soda, salt, some food, and sometimes a dye. Shortly after that, the sea monkeys hatch from the eggs and, and that were in the water purifier packet. Growth food containing yeast and spirulina, spirulina, probably butchering that, which is, what is spirulina? Let's see, what are we? It is a dietary supplement. Look at that. A biomass of cyanobacteria, blue-green algae, basically, that can be consumed by humans and animals. The three species are, I'm not going to go into that, cultivated worldwide. It also feed as a supplement. There it is. It, it is also used as a feed supplement in the aquarium and poultry industries. Interesting. Yes, yes. What is borax, by the way? Because I just said that too. Is a salt, hydrated borate, borate of sodium. I guess I should have known that, but anyways, yes, salt. So, um, is that then is that that you know containing yeast and spirulina is then added every seven days? Okay, let me see. Is it? Uh, I don't want to see how it's pronounced. So, interestingly enough. Uh, the best temperature for hatching is 75 to 81 Fahrenheit. I'd go over Celsius, but we're in America and we don't fucking go Celsius. Additional pouches can be purchased in the official, on the official website, though these are not required for the well-being of the sea monkeys. Yes, that's right. That is right. So, um, yes, uh, very interesting as far as how it worked. Right. I mean, it, it's basically, you know, uh, I'll read this part right here. It says uh, um, instant life claim. OK, so the one said that would the one the one packet, the one that said the shrimp would materialize before your eyes in water. So uh, when kids dumped that first packet of nutrients in the water and were told to wait 24 hours before adding the second packet of eggs, they didn't realize, as I mentioned, they didn't realize that the first packet actually had some of the eggs. The second had more eggs, plus a dye that colored the water, meaning the first eggs that hatched were suddenly more visible. Hence, instant life. Of course, it killed them immediately. So the other ones, right? The, the first ones. So they didn't live for more than a couple days, and that's kind of where things happened. And he went and got together with a marine biologist and partnered up with him and created what's called a super um, monkey, sea monkey or something like that. Um but uh, that was supposed to live for several years. I don't believe that actually ended up happening. Anyways, so that's kind of how it worked out. Now, originally, that, 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 that's kind of the sea monkey deal. Now, I, 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 I did have a few things here I was kind of looking into. I, don't, I know that I read through these, and I'm not, like, I pretty much covered all the, the stuff, but I thought it was still pretty fucking amazing and scammy and whatever you want to call it but i'm still surprised at some of this stuff like i mean still I, the whole invisible goldfish i mean it, it's it's just mind-blowing to me it really is um so yeah i don't know man like the tank that i get like i said built-in magnifying glass you know well, i mean of course built-in magnifying glass, but it had little bumps in there as well they even had more magnification to them uh, you know, basically that all made him a fucking millionaire. And again, capitalism, I'm good on that, but it's just ripping people off. Fuck, so goddamn weird. And the funny thing is, is, you know, I said that Sea Monkeys had a few things, you know, a show, a video game and all this and that. So one of them back, I think in 1992, uh, Howie Mandel. Yes, which I never found funny at all. Matter of fact, I thought he was pretty fucking annoying. I still do. Co-created and produced a CBS Saturday morning live action series titled The Amazing Life Sea Monkeys. I don't remember seeing it. Thank God. But he figured it was going to be huge. I mean like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles huge. 
He also played in it. He played a professor who left his human shrimp creations alone in his lighthouse laboratory to get into trouble. Some sequences showed animatronics, go figure, and others were done in hybrid animation style featuring puppets and miniatures provided by the Shioto brothers who produced the large Marge sequence in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Very, very interesting stuff. Um, one of the most expensive kid shows ever to air on Saturday mornings, and they eventually found a way to cut costs by canceling the show after 11 episodes. Obviously, it wasn't that fucking bad or that good, and it wasn't Teenage Mutant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fucking uh, quality or caliber, shall I say. So anyways, originally I did have It Doesn't End All Bad. Okay. Now... I kind of looked a little bit more into that, and I don't know if it was really ever that good. Now there is a part of it that was good because he ended up he ended up actually marrying a uh, a formal model uh, by the name of Yolanda, and um, she I, I guess she'd been with him for a while for a long time, and and she actually helped him. Um, with the company so much that when he passed in 2003 at the age of 77, she actually took over CEO. And her name was Yolanda Sig Signorelli von Braunhut. Okay. So, um, go back to just a little bit of something I said at the very beginning. A little bit of a dark twist, shall we say. Okay. So if you remember, I said, you know, he was a showman, he was a marketer, uh, an inventor, and one other thing. Well, that one other thing was uh, he was also known as a, a white supremacist. And there is a lot to be said about that. And, and there's no denying even on his side of things. So... It's it's crazy because that's that's when you're like, oh, this motherfucker. Like everything is like okay, blah blah blah. But then you go into that and you're like, you son of a bitch, right? And and here's the crazy thing. Von Braun Hunt was actually known or actually born as Harold Nathan Braun Hunt to his parents, Jeanette and Edward Braun Hunt. Now the crazy thing about it is, is that, well, he was actually raised uh, Jewish. <laughs> he was not only raised, he was born Jewish. So much so that the family actually went to synagogue occasionally. I mean, not always, but still, the fact was, uh, he did. So, yes, uh, he was in association with white supremacy groups. And he, you know, eventually added Vaughn to his name sometime in the 50s to sound more Germanic, you know, Germanic, Germanic, German knee uh, sound. And so he could distance himself from his Jewish family. Now, that's a stand up guy, huh? It's fucking nuts. So he, he, I mean, he's a millionaire. But the idea of attempting to breed a master race of print, French from far French, sorry, I was reading, I thought I was reading the right words. Um, Von Braunhut was active in the anti Semitic neo Nazi right, and he was Jewish. Then that, that, that's what's so fucking crazy. So um, he invented something, and I'm just gonna brief this over because I didn't really wanna go into this too much. He just invented uh, a basically. Uh, an agent by the name of M5, a self-defense weapon, and that he, it was kind of like a baton, and he would, in, in, you know, he marketed or at least sold it to the um, the white supremacist. And he also helped one guy get out, um, was a longtime friend of him, as was a member of the Aryan race, who had also supported, you know, quite for quite a few years. He would uh, attend numerous Aryan Nation gatherings, sometimes as guest speaker, sometimes as the honored lighter of the Burning Cross. All right. Um, he was also the leader of Imperial Order of the Black Eagle, 
in uh, which was affiliated with the Aryans Nation. And um, he just always was a generous donor to them. And in 1985, reported that he lent uh, a grand dragon, the Ku Klux Klan, uh, named Dale Roosh, 12 grand to buy 83 illegal guns. Um, Von Braun Hutt refused to comment on the allegations other than to tell the Seattle Times the quote, you know what side I'm on. So um, that was pretty fucking shitty to hear and to realize that that was him also. If you think lighting a cross on a fire at a white power rally is a bad look in the toy business, you'd be right. That's what it's saying. So basically, you know, companies, of course, can distance himself but talk about cancel culture holy fuck it would have been another level here right um but that's that was just a a, a sad sad deal that that happened and um and so you know part of you is like well you know fuck him which is true you know it's just kind of crazy um you know died in 77 and um and so it was inherited the the whole transience the company trans science or transience (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Transcience, the company he started to produce, uh, Sea Monkeys, was inherited by, which is actually his second wife, Yolanda. Um, and like I said, replaced him. So she was a former model who appeared in bondage films. Well, you know, I guess Misery Loves Company, as they fucking say. And claimed her mother was one of the inspirations for Lois Lane. Right. Obviously, bondage film uh, films and... Um, High on fucking something, of course, and some type of hallucinogenics, because fucking please. Uh, she continued to actually run the uh, Sea Monkey Empire from her home you know, back in Maryland and signed a deal with Big Time Toys in 07 to package and sell more. So, yes, um, Big Time had the option to pay $10 million for the trans science and the secret recipe to own them outright. Um, $10 million for fucking Brian Shrimp, man. For genetically altered Brian Shrimp. So that 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 tells you something. Um so basically, um, all of this turned into a Chris, I'm not gonna controversy in 2013 when Yolanda sued for breach of contract and trademark infringing infringement, alleging that big time had big time stiffed her on her contractually obligated royalty checks. And, um, and so Big Time insisted they now had exclusive rights after making enough payments to cover the purchase price. But rather than using her husband's... So this is where it kind of... It doesn't end terribly bad, okay? So let's light a slight bit of light at the end after this whole roller coaster, especially that really fucking horrible fucking part about the white supremacist bullshit. Um, obviously a complete fucking dirtbag and scumbag to that point, but, um, you know, rather than using her husband's, um, I guess, you know, shrimp source in, in China, um, you know, she decided to actually do something good with a lot of that money. Now she at one point did claim she had no income and was forced to live with no electricity and so forth. But when the parties finally settled out of court back in 2017 um nobody knows the agreements but obviously she still had something because she continues to sell the sea monkeys online now i guess she plans to plan in on a documentary detailing her struggles and the maintaining control of her husband's shrimp dynasty bubba shrimp you think you got you think bubba shrimp got fucking something damn look at this motherfucker sea monkeys and shit um but uh, it, it is it is it is good that at least in the end, even though um, you know we'll never know why he was Jewish born and funded anti-Semitic groups. Who fucking knows? I've stood up for Hitler. Um, I just don't want to fucking. I hate that shit. Any of that shit. Um, what I gotta say is at least, um, and who knows? Maybe he changed, but. Ah, hard to say, but anyways, his widow uh, eventually um, took over the company, as mentioned, and after all the battles and so forth of of legal battles and so forth, 
now loves him and she is now putting most of the proceeds from the sea monkeys into a uh, nature preserve that she and Harold, which is why I'm like, oh, I don't know if he created, helped, or maybe she's putting his name in. I don't know, but created in Maryland. And it's an ardent vegan and animal rights activist. So that's what she is. Um, and they're in a the connection between all life, form, life forms and uh, is truly the guardian and mother to the sea monkey. So it sounds like at least she's doing a lot of good with uh, the proceeds or most of the proceeds coming from from there, um, from the sea monkeys. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, that was it. I, uh, I, I just, I still find it pretty fucking fascinating. Um, I wish I didn't have to say too much of the white supremacist. It kind of went on. I, I didn't want to leave people hanging too much. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to have a huge section of it. I just want to let you know where that came from and where that was as much as I didn't want to. But I think regardless, I think it's good to say, the good and the bad and the shit part sometimes if that person hasn't. But nonetheless, you know, I don't know what you guys think. Is it uh, is it uh, genius marketing or is it a scam? Possibly both. And, I mean, was it fair? Capitalism? Uh, yeah, but ripping people off, especially with the goddamn invisible goldfish? Fuck, I don't know. But, I don't know, let me know what you guys think. I mean, I, 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 it's pretty crazy, pretty interesting. But anyways, that was my story of the sea monkeys. And um, three weeks in a row, baby. Three weeks in a row. Um, so anyways, I hope you guys actually enjoyed this episode. I don't know what I'm going to put on next. I have a couple ideas. I'm not going to say them because in case I can't go, or at least I maybe I can't. I mean, like, how do I put this? <laughs> one I can read about, no problem. The other one, I have to try it, try it out. Uh, so I don't know if I'll have time to do that beforehand. Something a little called Air One, known as the H. No, not really. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. But that's why. So we'll see what happens. Um, but, uh, I, I, am glad again. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you guys for being here and, and taking time to listen to this shit. I hope you guys enjoyed these last couple episodes. It's a little bit different, but I just, I don't know. I, I find it fascinating. Stu stupid little things like this, I think are fucking funny, weird, crazy, all, all the above. Right. Um, but don't forget, I know I'm past a little bit of time, but I also want to say, don't forget to, uh, hit me up, up on, uh, my IG, of course, that is um, Jose Meza underscore creator. Um, also, don't forget my YouTube channel. I am going to post some. I had to, a, lot, a few reels that I posted on IG. So I'm going to post some shorts up on YouTube. I'm going to schedule them out. Hopefully, I, I plan. I think I had that planned for tonight. Probably still might have to do a little work tonight. Actually, I do. But I might not be able to get to that. So I'm going to try to do that probably. Um, look to try to do that this this weekend. Or at least start, start it this weekend. Um, put it on my schedules. But don't forget to check that out. Check out my, my, um, my YouTube. Subscribe. Like my videos. Check them out. And enjoy. Fucking hit the notifying bell. Whatever you got to do. It'd be great for all that support. My website, josemezamedia.com. And right now I don't have the shirts up. Uh, I don't know if or when I'll have them up. I still do want to change the name. We'll see what happens with that. Um, and um, I mean, I'm on, I don't really, I'm on Twitter much, but you can hit me up there at Jose Meza Creator. And really, I think that's it for now, but Truly, uh, truly grateful for everything. Thank you guys for, again, uh, being here. Subscribe to the podcast. Please uh, rate it five stars if you could. You know, whatever stars you felt, especially five would be great. Uh, <laughs> I mean, whatever. I really just be honest. I, I'm sure a lot of you guys, some of you fucking can't stand it. One star. Hey, I'm not mad at you. That's what happens. Everybody has their own taste and perspective and i respect it regardless if if you're doing it out of 
uh, uh, authenticity, I respect it. And if you're doing it because you're just a hater, then you can fuck off and I can get two shits less. So, anyways, I will, uh, I guess that should be it. So I will talk at you guys later and appreciate you for the support. Thanks again, Chad, and I will talk at you guys later. Peace. That's a fucking wrap.